0: Hi everyone, I hope you're having a wonderful week. I hosted a wonderful story class, a storytelling class last week, and it was so much fun. We had about six people join um, and they all shared stories from the heart, recent old um, stories I've told before, new stories I've never told. And I thought I would take some time today and actually tell a story. To give kind of an example of what we're working on in those workshops, because I'm gonna host some more and I hope that you consider joining. Um, so I wanted to tell the story of how I got to Burning Man for the first time. And I know it's so cliche, everyone's got their Burning Man story, um, but it is really transformative. So um, so here it goes. I found out about Burning Man when I was five years old. When my dad came back from the desert with a VHS tape. And um, we used to watch this VHS tape all the time as a kid. And this is why. So we would put the tape on. We just put the Burning Man tape on. And it was a video of my dad and our uncle, Uncle Tom, and their friend Gary, And they were a bunch of nerds out in the desert, uh, working as, or volunteering as amateur rocket launching, um, for the amateur rocket launching convention that's out in Black Rock Desert. And, um, my dad was there with his plane and what he would do is a rocket would launch and then he would take his airplane and go, they would airily go find it and maybe land and collect it or whatever. So... Um, he's out there with a bunch of nerds and apparently a lot of hippies kept stopping by the camp. For those of you that don't know, the Black Rock Desert is a vast, dry lake bed and it's alkalinic. So it's not really like dirt. It's like this white chalky dust. And it just goes on for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And, miles. and back in 1995, um, when he he was in the desert, there the only way that you could find Burning Man or Black Rock City was with a GPS. And so all these hippies, quote unquote, kept stopping by this nerd camp, asking them where Burning Man was. Um, and so, of course, you know, they'd help them out with their GPSs and send them along their way. So finally, it was the end of the week and my dad decided that he was going to go to Burning Man. And so he got in the family station wagon. He got in the driver's seat. My uncle blindfolded him and they put a brick on the accelerator. And then they taught told him where to point the car using the GPS to drive there. And so they drove like that for who knows how long to get to burning man and this is when the vhs tape starts so they get out of the car and it just seems like this childlike adult world so there's art cars i remember this like vw bug covered in like all sorts of toys um you know lots of naked people the video starts with the video of a, a woman dancing in the dust naked for like 15 minutes to a saxophone And then um, they're just like wandering around, wandering around. And then all of a sudden they get to the burn. And this is like the end of the week. It's the the finale of Burning Man or the culmination really of the event. And um, there's a, a wooden statue of a man. It looks like a stick figure. And people are circled all the way around it. And it looks like hundreds of people the arms of the man rose so that his arms are standing straight up and down. And the ceremony starts, maybe a ceremony kind of where um, this woman has a uh, is lighting men's chest hair on fire so she's like rubbing whatever it is on a kerosene or whatever it's on their chest and lighting them on fire. And then you know the people are drumming and there's like a lot of excitement and then all of a sudden, um, somebody shoots a lit bow and arrow into the statue of the man and he catches on fire. And the audience just like goes wild. And the video is like kind of in and out at that point, but um, clearly our dad is just having a lot of fun and then, you know, it turns off and then it'll turn on and you can just see everyone's just like partying and jumping across the fire um, and just having a lot of fun. So we watched this video growing up many, many, many times. And um finally when I was in college, my sister went to Burning Man. And and she went and she had a wonderful time. She like loves it. She's been back many times. And because my sister went, I at that time, unfortunately, was creating my identity by making myself other than both my sister and my family. So she liked Burning Man, therefore I didn't, which was really, really unfortunate. And it took me years of living in San Francisco, being surrounded by burners, being like such a uh, negative hipster, being like, I'm going to burn me and I make fun of burners. Ridiculous. Um, To realize that, or choosing hate over love. I was choosing a false identity of other than in order to feel good about myself, which is It's so, so sad. So I'm living in San Francisco for several years, um, going to a lot of street fair festivals, and my really good friend decides to go to Burning Man. And I was really interested in it, but I was scared to go. And um, he left, he came back. I'm like, tell me, what did you think? And he's like, it was amazing. And um, while while we're talking, we're enjoying a cigarette together. And I just flicked my cigarette on the ground a little butt. Then he was like, oh, Sarah, you know, on the playa, we can't let her anywhere on the ground. And so we actually have to throw those away. And, um, you know, the earth is just as precious as the playa. So we have to do that too. And it was such a turning point for me to hear that lesson that like even a cigarette butt should go in the trash can. And I thought to myself, this isn't just a gathering of people. This isn't just um, a party for seven days or however long it is. This is uh, a cultural movement where I'm going to learn something. I'm probably going to learn something about myself (laughs) and maybe some others. So I decided, of course, because I'm a Virgo type A, that not only was I going to go to Burning Man, but I was going to go work for Burning Man. And my dear friend um, had was working for Burning Man, and she and I had had several jobs together. And so I worked my connections, and bam, I got a job in their fundraising department, which, you know, is something that I've done for years. Um, but I have to say, I was like uh, one of a handful of employees that had ever worked there that had never been. And um, it was actually really fun getting ready for the first burn that first year, because everyone had... Burners love giving you advice on how to go to Burning Man, what to bring, their pack lists, what what supplies to buy, what brands to buy. Like, it's just so much preparation. So I like to say that I was literally the most prepared burner ever. <laughs> I knew about the history. <laughs> I knew I had like 10 different packing lists to choose from I'm going to pick my what my uh, supplies would be. Um, I joined a really good camp that was super, super prepared. So, I went and and I was, you know, I, it was I, <laughs> I'm speechless. I don't even know how to describe that first week. It was up and down. It was all around. It was everything your first burn should be, I suppose. And um you know, I got to the end of the week and I went to the burn with my husband and we sat in the front row. And I just thought to myself, like, I'm here. And then the man's arms went up. And I just started crying because I thought to myself, I'm no longer creating an identity where I'm other than. But instead, I am creating an identity where I'm including others. And that, I just, I, I absolutely sobbed. Um, and then the fire started and, you know, some other crazy things happened and (laughs) it was a wild ride as, as promised. So I'm so glad that I went and I've been now for three years and, Who knows what the future of events will be in this world, Um, but I'm really, really grateful that it happened. And um, I'm happy to say the following year, I went back with both my sisters and my mom, and we got to do the burn together. We watched the fire together, and the man's arms go up, and it um, it was a really special moment for our family. So I'm really grateful for that. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this story and I hope it inspires you some way, somehow. So if you're interested in joining the next storytelling workshop, the theme is going to be editing. So we're going to work on editing our stories. Um, It's going to be on Monday, July 27th. It's all online, super virtual. And I keep these small so that we've got kind of an intimate group and we're all learning together. Um, It's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. And if you're interested in signing up, just visit my website, HiveMind, H-I-V-E-M-I-N-D.coach, that's HiveMind.coach, for more information about how to sign up. I'm so excited, you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening.